Hey, welcome back to the Bent on Better podcast. Today, we're gonna to be going over some questions that we get here very frequently at the gym. And one of those questions is, what's better for us, foam rolling or stretching when we're talking about recovery? So we're gonna dive into that one here and uh, we'll welcome it in the comment section. So what do you think is better for you and what do you prefer when we're looking at recovery? Do you prefer doing some foam rolling or doing some stretching? And then we're gonna give our feedback of what we believe to be the best answer here. So in the comment section below, go ahead and leave us a comment, let us know. And of course, before you even get into this video, just click the subscribe button so you get all the notifications for when we publish new podcasts and new episodes that are gonna help you improve your fitness journey just 1% every single day. So Nick, what do you think, what do you believe to be the best option for someone when we're talking about recovery? Yeah, so I think they both have their place, foam rolling and stretching. And we're talking about static stretching here. We're focusing more on the static stretches, which is what we like to use more at home on the days that we're not doing those heavy lifting. So what does that mean? What is static stretching? Yeah, static. So the word static meaning still. So we're talking about stretches that you're gonna typically be holding a posture or position for more than more than just a few seconds. So upwards of 45 seconds to 60 seconds. So almost a full minute of a static stretch. Um, whereas something more like a dynamic stretch, we're talking about doing repetitions of something in and out of a motion. Um, and that's used more during like, let's say warmups um, or getting the body active and ready for whatever the, the lift's gonna be for the day. So while we do have a place for both foam rolling and stretching, let's do this. Let's just jump right to the answer. What do I think is better for recovery? Stretching. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna ding, vote ding, for ding. stretching. That's where I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote there too. We're gonna go cut and dry with that one. And the reason being too, I know the stretching is usually the one that people would dread more because they have to warm up. They have to go through some of the extra steps to get the stretch to be effective. Mm -hmm. um, you don't wanna just stretch cold. Right? You do need to have your body temperature elevated a little bit so that when you go to stretch those muscles, they're less resistant to being pulled. Right, mm -hmm. You can hold those positions a little bit longer and it's a little bit more comfortable. Um, you also notice you can reach and range this motion a little bit easier when you're warm. Uh, versus you know, hopping on the foam roller, which is typically a little bit easier because uh, I think a lot of people are just familiar with grabbing a roller, slapping it right underneath their butt, sitting on it, you know, just kind of going through the breezing, the, the motions of just breezing back and forth with those rolls. Um, and so it does, it does require a little bit more mindfulness, a little bit more attention to do the stretching. But I think that that's also why I like it because you're connecting more to what you're doing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you're experiencing that. More. So if you were set, let's say you have uh, 10 minutes in your day and you're feeling pretty sore from the previous day or the maybe day or two ago when you did your training program and you have about 10 minutes to prioritize recovery, mm -hmm. what would you say for someone to do? And like, what's like your number one recommendation? And then if, if we cut it down to what would it be for just a 10 minute routine, what would you say? Yeah, so, okay, let's, do you think it'd be helpful here to use maybe like one or two muscle groups that let's say we're sure. sore? Sure, yeah, let's say we did some squats. Uh, we, did, we did like lower body movements, so we did squats, we did some lunges maybe, we did some, um, maybe some sort of like hip, Abduction, abduction, kind yeah. of action. Things that are going to get our lower body. Okay, sore. sure. Yeah. So when we're talking about getting ready for these stretches, we do want to consider global warm up. So we want the whole body to be warm instead of just that one limb. So we're not going to just go grab the heat pack out of the uh, the dresser drawer or whatever and slap it onto the muscle and hope that within five minutes, half the time that we're going to spend on this, that we can suddenly get warmed up. It's a lot easier to just go ahead through a couple motions that you might find in, let's say, a global warm up. So maybe some step jacks, maybe a couple air squats, maybe something that's just going to get some blood pump into that area. Heck, even a push up. When we're talking about lower body, even a push up, you'd be surprised at how much that can warm up the whole body. Mm. Just doing a, a few repetitions of this right before you get stretched, mm -hmm. it's going to help so much, tremendously. Um, and and. So when you go to stretch, again, if you're doing these, let's say push-ups or whatever to warm up the lower body, you hop into that stretch, 
you bring the heart rate back down, you bring the breathing rate back down, you sink into that stretch, melt into it like butter. And, uh, and I think that in that maybe three or four minutes it might take to get warmed up, that six minutes, it's, it'll be so much more effective. It's like, um, it's that quote, I think Abraham Lincoln made this quote, the, you know, if you're gonna chop down a tree, uh, you, you spend most of your time sharpening the ax before you actually take the blows at the tree, right? Mm. Um, or I'm, I'm sure I didn't yeah, do that perfectly. that's pretty good. I mean, whoever said it, it's, I've heard something resembling that. Right. Field. It's yeah. not quite apples to apples when we're talking about that analogy there, but I think it gets the point across where yeah. you take more time for preparation so that the actual event, what you're trying to accomplish, can be accomplished much better, more effectively. You optimize what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. So what about for the person, real quick, who has a limited amount of time? Or we've already discussed a limited amount of time. What about the person who has like a, lo a longer period of time, who wants to really dedicate that time? What would you say is the best step-by-step -step process of getting ready and then going through the, the, the stretching routine? Like what would you recommend? Oh yeah, go through the full warm-up. So go give yourself a good solid at least five minutes time to warm up. Um, so we so should warm up and like, like, should I get sweating before I do it? Or should I just be like Listen. out of breath? What, what should I do before I... You don't need to be sweating, drenching sweat out of breath to the point where you feel like you need to like sit down, you know, because then it's going to be counterproductive. Then you're going to feel tired and fatigued. Yeah. But we do want you to be warm. So a good way to gauge it is, let's say you're getting ready to do this routine. You're getting ready to recover for the day. You want to spend 10 to 20 minutes doing this. I would take the moment to put on some sweats, right? Wherever you're at, put on a sweatshirt, put on a pair of sweatpants, Go through a couple of these exercises that you would find in a global warm-up routine, like some of the ones we already talked about, the step jacks, the squats, the push-ups. Go through them, and when you feel like it's time to take that hoodie off, leave it on. That's a good indicator that your body weight or your body temperature has increased. Now go into your stretches, keeping those layers on to keep the body warm and to keep that so that you don't feel like every time you stretch, you suddenly cool down again and then have to warm up again. You keep your body temperature elevated, and from stretch to stretch, believe it or not, you should keep maintaining that same body temperature, maybe even get a little bit warmer in the process. Mm. That's the most beneficial way now for someone who does not have the time luxury. We already discussed that, but yeah. what about someone who just doesn't want to? Like, I, if it's summertime, I don't want to put on sweats. I don't want to get all sweaty and stuff. And like, I like to stretch at the end of the night. So yeah. the end of my day, um, I like to stretch at the beginning of the day if I have the time for, if I've um, set up that time for my day. But most likely, most of the time for me, it's the end of the day, kind of like, almost like a cool down mm -hmm. for recovery. A cool down stretch while I'm like just decompressing from the day. So when I'm doing that, I usually grab a foam roller and go through the stretches that I need to have. But sometimes I'm, it's so like, um, you know, in the, in the colder months, I'm discouraged from doing those things. Yeah. And so I'm cold already. Uh, and so what I will end up doing is just to force myself, I'll just get up and I, I'll, I'll honestly, I'll just start stretching. But I'll usually do like, instead of two reps of stretching, two rounds of stretching on like a limb, I'll do like three. Knowing that first one's just kind of like getting me ready. And then I'll do a second one or a third one. Yeah, it's interesting. So you're almost using a buffer. You're like, hey, let me give, this first one might not be the best stretch ever, but at least it's kind of bringing everything in. Like I'm focusing in on what I'm about to do. And then you've got two good ones to follow that up with. Right. It's great. And you even mentioned too at the end of the day, um, let's say you're starting your day, uh, it might depend on the time that you shower in the day. And I know some people shower in the morning, they go about the day and then they, they don't do anything at night. Or maybe it's vice versa. You do all your day work and then you come home and you shower at night or you shower later on. Um, placing stretches strategically after a warm shower is actually, I think that that may be more beneficial for folks who find themselves cold and like unwilling to do these things, right? A little bit, there's more of a barrier to cross. Yeah. Try doing these things after your shower. Um, if you can find the time to carve out for it. 
dedicate that time to, thanks for fixing my microphone, dedicate that time to mindfulness. I know that sounds kind of funny, but you're like, you know, why do I need to do stretching and mindful? Well, connect to the stretch. Mm. Spend the time to connect to it so that while you're stretching, you understand the limb or whatever that you're stretching and you can actually really sink into it. Um, d devote that time to yourself. Uh, and after the shower, yes, well, I said the heat pack, slapping a heat pack on your limb might not exactly warm up the, the body the way we need it to or that particular muscle. Um, but the shower does two things. It's heating the whole body up, right? You get out of the shower and you often are like, wow, steamy in here, right? Depending on how hot you take your showers. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a cold shower taker, I wouldn't necessarily recommend stretching right after a cold shower. No. <laughs> Opposite. <laughs> Opposite, right? But the hot shower is also helping kind of relax your nervous system. Um, and so that's important when we're talking about stretching. So yes, the getting the body temperature up is important, but also getting yourself in the right mindset and letting your nerves kind of calm down is so beneficial for stretching because you don't want to end up getting into one of these. Let's say you're stretching your hamstrings. A lot of people will tend to sit on their butt in a tall seated position mm. with one leg in, one leg out, and they kind of lean over and they stretch in that direction. Let's just say that that's what we're doing for our hammy stretch right now. When you are in a position where your nerves are fighting against you, your brain's constantly running, you're not quite warmed up yet, you're cold, you're thinking about all the things you'd rather be doing instead of that stretch, you're gonna spend probably 40 out of 45 seconds just fighting the stretch. The last five seconds, maybe you're actually doing some of the good. That's the stuff we need that's important for the recovery. So you've already missed out on a very large portion of that stretch that you could have gotten more out of, right? Yeah. Or if you had the right brain space, you, you took the time to settle down a little bit, like the hot shower might do for you, uh, that might make that stretch easier to access. So I think that that's important to consider. When we're talking yeah. about different ways that you might find yourself in a situation willing to stretch, maybe consider doing it after a hot shower. Perfect. Yeah. So well said. If you want some more tips on how to recover, how to foam roll, how to stretch, head over to our YouTube channel here. Well, if you're watching us, you're on YouTube channel. Hey, make sure you click that subscribe button again. Give us a thumbs up on this video for what you've enjoyed. Comment below about what you do for your recovery. And of course, um, let us know in the, in the comment section too, who is better looking in this, in this episode. So who is better? No, but for real though. Uh, thanks for joining us today. And if you have other questions, submit them. Let us know. We'll cover them in our future posts. All right, for now, we'll talk to you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya.